Marc Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt on the Ground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Game four wrap-up. Today is Wednesday. It is April 26th. And, oh, the turbles, the tables have turned. The tide has turned. The foot's on the other hand. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined by the other, on the other side of the window by the bling-laden Edward Guy Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? Just in time. The mojo that we need. The giant. Ranger necklace, look at it. I'm even standing for this. Let's go. Let's get this done. Let's turn the tables back around on them. Come on. Let's go. Stop the whining. Stop the crying. Come on. Enough is enough. Let's fucking do this bullshit. Come on. It ain't that hard. Get three goals against this guy and we win. We win three goals. All right, now I'm going to sit down. I'm winded. That's it. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> what do you Let's need? Go. I am sick and tired of the whining, the crying, the lamenting. Oh, God. Uh, I know. We blew it. We blew it. We could have done it, but we didn't. It's even. It's best of three. What happened to the no quit in New York? It's all but quit. Quit with the fans. Lord almighty, Jim. I I mean, I got some beefs. I was shaking so much, I I screwed up the Jim's camera there. <laughs> no, I just didn't have it uh I didn't have it set right. I've got a new uh, uh one of these gooseneck things for my webcam and it's oh. I'm not crazy about it, but it's better than my it's better than the tripod. What's up, Paul? Hello from Portugal. Portugal. They're all over the world watching this. Peter Farrell in, in France. He's at the uh, Lord's uh Rivers you know, saying prayers for the Rangers. You don't have to go all the way to Portugal to watch this show. You can watch it in America. Come on, we gotta fucking wake up. As fans, this is it. All right, so they don't give a shit of how loud we cheer. They don't care. Home, home ice doesn't mean anything in the NHL, apparently, this year. Not in that building. Can we uh, get... Can, any building. The home team's not the, winning. Can we get over this mystique that we have about this building? Jim, there's something going on Dead now. gone. In the NHL, all... It's league-wide. Uh, it... it it, I don't know what it is. It can't be explained. Gallant, Gallant, Festa Fudd, uh, Secret Squirrel, whatever you want to call him. Rickles, Mr. Rickles, Potato Head. Mr. Potato Dick, uh, Mr. <laughs> Potato Head, whatever you want We're to gonna call We're going to hear him. from him in a minute. Oh, good. Uh, League-wide, he said he, he explained it like 
In the old days, home advantage was intimidating. You come into somebody's building, there'd be like six fights in the first period. <laughs> and everything, yeah, would get cleared. You can intimidate an opponent. You can't do that now. It just doesn't happen. So that's all he that's what he had to say. Our grand exalted leader there, our brain trust. So the uh yeah, the grand poobah, this whole the grand poobah. Uh, <clears throat> Yes, Sean, we did see that. It's good to know uh, that Boomer Esiason is watching the show. Now, I, I, you really think so? I mean, I, I, I don't know. know. He I, was awful quick to bust it. out that Elmer Fudd. I mean, we've been calling him that for two years. That's right. Ever since to give it a break, Maui. Right. You called him a taxi? What the hell's a taxi? The Galat oh, thing. Oh, he called they, him a taxi. They, like, oh, they, right, yeah, right, right. Where they set him off in a taxi. So that was a new new slur. What are you, a taxi? <laughs> uh, so hey, anyway. Where you going with the money? Yeah. He's making sales over there. He's a wheeler and dealer. Jen is, not me. Ah, uh, Jen's wheeling and dealing over there. I like it. Uh uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Sean. But uh, listen, it's uh, everybody's frustrated. I get it. I get it. You know, it's, it's just not going to be easy ever. Just remind me of that when I say, oh, sugar plum fairies of the parade and all that shit in the first round. Remind me of that. What's he, Boomer? How long has he been a fucking Ranger? Hey, if you listen to Boomer, how long have you been a Ranger fan? Oh, he's always been a Ranger fan. What, what? since he came to New York? No, he's been on the eat. No, he, he grew up on Long Island. He was, he was, he was always that? a Ranger fan. Oh. All right, well, my apologies, Boomer. Feel free to have us on the show anytime. Right, right. Yeah, it's my apologies. I, I, uh, anytime I WFAN wants to talk hockey, let us know. Yeah. We're here for you. One minute between ten fifteen and or when you're on. Right. All right, I'm gonna get off Boomer. I'm sorry. I, I Jim called this right from the beginning. pre-show, I said, you know, I'm really not that upset. And then as soon as we go live, I start to get upset. But uh, you get wound up. Yes, I get a little wound up. Sorry, it's understandable. I'm a lot hot. It's it's understandable. I I understand what's. Uh, well, I understand what's going on right now. You, where are you on this? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you Jim, the, where are you on this emotionally? Well, I was. Let's let's see. When the game ended, uh, what's today? Today's Wednesday. When the game ended Monday night, I was annoyed. I am disappointed, obviously. But in, am I in no way surprised? Now, not one iota surprised. This is standard operating procedure for this team for as long as I've been rooting for them. This is just the way we have seen. Look, even in 94, in the grand high exalted 1994 that we just can't stop talking about on, in the media. It's embarrassing at this point, as I said in the last post-game show. There were there were some bad games, especially against the Devils. A couple of bad games in there. It happens. This is but this is this is in no this is in no I mean, way surprising go. to me that it is two to two, that they dropped two games in a row in the house that Billy Joel built in this, Enough in this world's him. most famous arena, all this mystique. Oh, Joe, it's Madison square garden. And, and it's John Brancy and it's, and it's Billy I love John Joel. Brancy. And it's How the, dare you? And it's the golden game line and it's the banners and the rafters and it's what fish and it's ringling brothers and it's Harry. Oh, it's ringling brothers. And it's Harry M. Stevens, and it's all this mis mystique bullshit. Once they took the greens and the yellows and the orange and the red seats out, the mystique went with it. 
There is no mystique left in this building. It's just a hollowed out corporate shell. Oh, come on. I'm telling there's no mystique left in this building. They can't, they don't oh, win big games. Like in this I building. told you before the show, all the home teams are losing. And, and but, but the, we've been I mean, seeing this for years. For I years. Mean, MSG, the grand dame of arenas uh, that it once was? No. Uh, the but they expanded the thing and it, 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 it's. It, but I've been to some playoff games. It's been loud. It's been proud. I have to say that. Uh, you know, they get they give these people the goofy towels. Don't need props. And that place was an absolute tomb in game four. I Jack Hughes scored agree. early. I understand there's not much to cheer about. They, they didn't have anything agree. to cheer about until Trocek scored. But that place was a tomb. And why was it a tomb? Because those fans knew when they handed, when they got their ticket scanned, walking in the door, they knew that they were walking out 2-2. Two, two. They knew it. You. I am gonna have because to this is the standing standard operating procedure for this franchise. If it's going to come, it ain't going to come easy. I have to. It's trying to not. exercise you of the evil spirits that have taken but, over, but with this but, Ranger Shield. May the power of the shield compel you. You're May misinterpreting what I'm saying. You said I'm it was a boom. They were loud as hell. They even I did not, the team. I, I thought they were much louder in game three. Uh, I, they were loud early once Jack Hughes scored the goal. It was very, 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 very quiet, Maui. <laughs> very quiet. They were hunting game five tickets. They were let's go Rangers chance. I heard it all. A couple. couple. It was about eight. That that play, it wasn't, it, I'm telling you, those people knew because they, they no, know. No, no, <coughs> no, no. And you are missing. <coughs> Jeff Drexler was at the game. He's telling you. Danielle Stewart was you. at the game. The upwardly mobile. She said it was loud. The booze, because they booed them at the end of the first period. And deservedly so. And but then they also cheered loudly for the other things. Now, do not interpret my negativity towards these last two games and my disappointment. Do not interpret that as me giving up on this series because I have not. I have the Rangers in six, and I stand by it. I'm just saying that if you are surprised that after they took the first two games of this series, if you are surprised that they went to that they went to the the Grand High Exalted Mystic Arena, sitting above a train station with the lousy ice and the fish banner, if you are surprised that they lost those two games, I welcome you to your first day as a New York Ranger fan. Strap the chains and get on the great SS, get on the good ship misery, because this is how it goes. That year after you, year, but I year after year. The place was a tomb. I mean, that, that, the Rangers didn't exactly give them a lot to cheer about, and I thought they did a pretty good job. I mean, the booing was a, a little see, dumb. I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with it because I know tomorrow night that the fans will, the fans will show up at, the, at that place in Newark. There will be tons of Ranger fans there as opposed to the three Devil fans that came to the Grand High Exalted Mystic Arena sitting above the train station with the fish banners. There will be plenty of Ranger fans there tomorrow night, and they will let themselves heard be heard. I, I hear DraftKings is taking bets on how many times Sam says there are dueling chants in the building. You notice he didn't say that once in the Grand High Exalted Mystic Arena on 7th Avenue above the train station with the fish banners. He didn't say it once because what are three three guys? Let's go, Devils. Well, that's it's not going to happen. How, well, how many times did he say that? Uh... Anakin Skywalker there was calm and cool. Uh, uh, Anika, <laughs> whatever his name is. Skywalker? Anika Smith. Oh, he's calm and cool, Joe. He's calm and cool. These are routine shots. There's no rebounds. There's no high-quality shots. I mean, come on. Take all your Ranger bias out. How many quality shots did they get on net in that game? One? Very few. They and never tested I know, him. I know the majority of this, uh, at least our circle of fans, our lexicon, I know that that most of us are not crazy about Steve Valiquette. 
But you know what? Even Steve Valaket said it in between, I believe, the second and third period. He said, they are not testing this guy. They are not making life at all difficult for him. I said that after we, we both said it after game three. I'll say it again after game four. This guy is barely breaking a sweat in goal. Now, I did notice that the Rangers were trying to take more shots in the second and third from way out. But that's not the answer. The answer is get in this guy's way. We all know it was addressed after the game that Elmer just didn't like the fact the Rangers didn't get inside the paint and get in front of him and all that stuff. But, uh, I don't, Sean, I don't know why you even listen to that clown. If it's him and Henrik, I can't even deal with it because he's got a one-up Henrik all the time, that Vagistat. Bless you. Thank you. That sneeze was on tape delay. Like in the old days. Uh, uh, Darwin's saying that uh, Dougie Hamilton <laughs> made an inappropriate gesture after his overtime winner. Is that true? I didn't, hear, I, I didn't that. hear that. As soon as that puck was in the net, I shut the TV off. I do, I do not watch I like. do not watch the opposition uh celebrate. No, in that, any that's a, yeah. that TV's off. That fast. clicker can't be clicked right. fast enough for me. Right. Oh god. That's okay if you like Valakan. I, I mean to each his own. I don't, you know, if you like him, you like him. That's fine. I, I happen yeah. to think he's he's not crazy about him. He pisses me off sometimes, and when he gets too far into the stats, it just, you know, I just don't think it's it's practical. But no, he did say he did say that they're not making life tough on that goaltender, and I and yes, <laughs> Jen said I, I rage quit the games. Yes, well that yes, <laughs> uh, That's funny. but he was right. He was absolutely right. We said it after game three. I'll say it again after game four. They, they, they're not making life difficult for this guy. You know who they're making life difficult for? Me. Us. You. Us. Us. You're, That's who they're making it difficult for. But why do these announcers feel the, the need to build this goalie up like he's Ken Dryden or Patrick Waugh in his first playoff run? It, it, makes for, it makes for a good narrative. And I hate that word. It's a douchey word. But it does makes for a good story. It's it's not it's not it's not really true, but they got to have a story. They got to have a story. All right. So uh, Valley gets a little too fruitcake for me. <laughs> I just the, the the breakdowns of Valiquet sitting next to Henrik is like Eddie and I sitting with Foster Hewitt. Yeah, swapping stories. And Dan <laughs> Kelly, like us, hang, you know, sitting there and talking right. about broadcasting. Right. Foster Hewitt's talking about all the times he interviewed Gordy Howe, and we're talking about Bob Brook. <laughs> yeah. And Joe Patterson. <laughs> Joe Patterson. <laughs> you know, and then he's got these stats where a Kako is, you know, he's one for nine when he shoots from the faceoff, sir. Oh, who cares? Who cares? I want the puck to go in now. I don't care about what happened in the past. I mean, it, 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 it the announcers are the least of my problems right now. Yeah. I think yeah. Sam and Joe have been pretty good through most of this. Pretty good. Pretty honestly. good. They started getting a little wacky in the last game. Uh, but I think they've been all right. They've left. I mean, you know, there's there's some of the obvious stuff. He's got oh, the dueling chance and the you know that type of fluff. Right. Whatever. Um. What they have done, and go ahead, go ahead. Doctor B makes a good point. This this uh, what you call him, Anakin Skywalker. He does <laughs> he does give up a lot of rebounds. The puck was all over the place the other night. There was just no push. How about no that ice? That ice continues to be an issue. Oh, the ice is abysmal. It's the worst ice in the league. But 
It's the grand high exalted mystic arena that's that sits on Seventh Avenue with the, the Grand Dame of Arena. Oh, yeah. it's the Grand Dame. Oh, Joe, there's nothing like it. And they've given Igor such. <laughs> I'm laughing at Paul. Yeah, I could see that. That's pretty funny. Hey, Biden, 2000, uh, whatever year he's going to run. <laughs> what a lummox. All right. Anyway, uh, I-, I wanted to say uh, that, and they give Igor such a small margin for error because even though that goal by Stiegenhaler, Stiegenhaler, uh, Stalag 17, whatever his name is, oh, a great uh, who's another bum, and he gets a goal, and it, and it you know, you look out on a replay in super slow-mo, and you say, oh, well, maybe he should have had him. Maybe. You got to score goals. You can't get the goal with that, that small margin of an error. That Something like that's going to go in. And uh, you keep... I really know. I saw a lot of people, you know, attacking Zibby and, and the rest of them and Panarin. Panarin had some good looks and just blew it. He shot high, he shot wide, he shot far, he shot everywhere shot but low. on the net. Well, <laughs> not on the net. Uh... <laughs> oh, Nicholas, that's funny. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, this guy. Anytime you can somehow find a, a make a find a funny way to state something having anything to do with that. Is- yeah, I know. It's that's like Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks made a career out of that. <laughs> right, right. That's 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 good comedy right there. Yeah. I mean, uh... <laughs> that's just so funny. Uh, uh, he's out. He wants to follow. Let's follow him on Twitter. He's got all these things. I uh, anyway, we so... do. I just I just don't pay much attention to Twitter anymore. Yeah, a lot of people have bailed on that platform. Very hit and run on Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk has really done wonders with that platform. <laughs> anyway, uh, I uh, just think, uh, Sam, that the uh, every every line I really didn't see much from anybody. The fourth line was not a a factor. Uh, the third line was, uh, you know, okay. But the first two lines, you know, MIA again. And come on with the offensive zone faceoffs. Can somebody win an offensive zone faceoff on this team? No. no. And, and and you know what another problem is? This I mean, and this has been a I think a big problem in this series is the false starts on the faceoffs. It's happening a lot. And then you got Chris Kreider taking a face-off or Artemi Panarin taking a face-off, you know, the centers keep getting chased. And and Gallant even said that, you know, they need to spend, I, it might be in the in this video we're going to watch when we're ready, but uh, he talked about this, something about, you know, they need to spend as much time playing or, or concentrating on their game as they do yelling at the linesman for chasing them out of the face. Oh, yapping like, at the ref. Something like, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I I did not watch his post-game comments, and I did not watch his, his media availability from today. I like to watch these things with everybody so that, I don't know. So I, watched, nice... I watched the media today. It was the same. It was the same old stuff. It gives you a game recap. Uh, they played good. We didn't right. play so good. Bah, bah, bah. Um, and, and Jen brings up another good point. I was screaming this at the TV the other day. These cross-ice diagonal neutral zone passes, six, seven, eight, nine, ten a game. They don't work. They don't work. Artemi Panarin is obsessed with it. It's like there's a clause in his contract that he gets paid for every one of them. They don't work. The Devils know right where to, what they're doing. And that's on the coach. Stop it. Do something. Stop. Stop, Stop it. it. Well, Stop I mean. That. Stop that. I, Stop I, that. I mean, it's the same old 
talking points that we have every week when they oh when they're playing bad. It's the the overpassing. I thought the uh, Lafreniere spinorama attempt was abysmal. Why didn't he just shoot? He had to do a whole fucking spinorama to miss the net. Uh, not that they had that many high quality chances. They didn't. And you know, in defense of the cross-eyes pass, the first two games against uh, Don Vito, Vanacek were working like a charm, but they're not working now. So, like you said, it's on the coach. Make some adjustments. Make an adjustment. Stop playing. <clears throat> change the center. Change the lines, Yahtzee, and make a fucking goddamn. He does this obligatory line changing. It's so predictable. Let's fucking maybe uh, make an adjustment in game. And then today, now I'm getting all steamed up because this is what I got to say. You got See? Colin Stevenson broadcasting, live streaming how the Rangers are going to attack the Devils on a power play. So the whole NHL could see it. So the, the Devils could see it. I heard he sent uh, a, uh, a full report to Lindy Ruff's desk. On how the Rangers... Colin Stevenson's leaking the Ukraine secrets here. Yeah, he's like that 18-year-old Boy Scout or the National like Guardsman that, there. That who got the secrets. He said in the secrets. Stop that. Come on, what, what are you... Who signed you on, Colin? <laughs> I mean, what... And here's a, here's a league... I think it was, I don't know who made it. I think it was Sean who said it. Every league, everything's a secret. Not with the Rangers. Yeah, hey, watch it. Yeah, hey, we come on. Now it'll be something if they faked it out and they had a whole different plan. But that's not going to work. Did they have a plan at all? Yeah, they have a plan. Oh boy. Uh, this is There's the no thing plan. about like when people say you know so and so. Politician is evil. No, they're not evil. They're just dumb. They are stupid people. They don't have a they don't have a grand plan. They're just dumb and out for themselves. Grumpy old man, gripe number 55. Uh so anywho. Yeah, that let's see what uh Fucking Uncle Fest has got to say with the light bulb in his mouth, trying to figure out things. <laughs> I love that. Why do you thing. keep staring at me? Because <laughs> I want to win a fucking game, Gerard. I want to win a game. That's why I'm staring Howdy. at you. I'm Uncle Fester from next door. Yeah. You're going to be out the door if you lose this series. I'm talking to him like he's in the turn room. on him. Oh, they'll Fans turn on him. Turn on him. Hey, look, coaching's no different than playing. You make your bones in the playoffs, right? Especially this, especially with an with a franchise that is starved for championships in the greatest city in the world, with the grand with the grand dame of arenas sitting atop Seventh Avenue with the fish banners. What? Well, Jim, I mean, as a results-oriented <laughs> fan that I am. Then you are. The Rangers have had two really good seasons. I know the Regular playoffs season. means everything. The playoffs means everything. But I can't see them going if they get bounced. I mean, it's on the players, you, man. I think it's on the players. Wait. You can't see him going if they if they were to if not they get survive bounced, the first round. If they I, I, this is the way I feel right at, at this point, And I've been wrong many times, but, uh, if they wind up losing the next two games, I don't think he gets fired. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll save that for it's on the players. They have every fucking guy. I told you coming to this place. It was the best line that the Rangers have ever put forth in the playoffs. And they can't get a fucking go. It can't get. Goals on this fucking you uh United States Hockey League goalie. Okay, but how much of that on the coach is to find is to find the the he's got the ingredients. How much of it is 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 on the coach to find the recipe for winning? 
I mean, we've seen team, we've seen teams come through the world's grand dame of arenas on Seventh Avenue, seven floors up with the fish batter. We've seen talented players come and go that did not win shit once they got to the grand dame of arenas on Seventh Avenue with the seven floors up and the fish batter. Well, here's the deal. I mean, you know, they, do they have the moxie? The third and fourth line have moxie. They got a first and second line is basically there to score. And if those guys don't score, they're not going to win. So I think the onus is on the players. You can't teach a, 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 a Patrick Kane to score. You can't teach a, 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 a Mika Zabinijad to score. I mean, these guys should be scoring. And I'm not thinking about it mostly. But I'm not even going to go there because the Rangers are coming back. See, I need I need to turn this power of the Ranger crest on myself <laughs> to re-energize me. Positive thinking. We need the, we need all the tchotchkes out. Is that what? Yeah, get all your tchotchkes. The gratuity, the gratuity, puck. The system is on the coach. They all play the. There is no system. There is no system. What was there a system? Magnavox Odyssey was the system. Yeah, that was the system. Atari was a system. ColecoVision was a system. Intellivision was a system. This is just line changing. Commodore 64 was a system. 128 <laughs> was, a, was a system. All right, let's listen. Let's 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 listen to Galan and see what he Do knows. We have to. I'm only kidding. Oh, let's looks dapper. Take it away, you rumpled clown. <laughs> Not good. Not good enough. Not even close to good enough. Yeah. You were, you were talking after game three about how you needed more pucks, mm-hmm. more bodies at the net. So and it was a refrain from everybody in the room. So does it surprise you that it wasn't good enough in that sense? Well, it wasn't definitely good enough. We've seen that. Laugh it, it up, Chuckles. I'm dying. And we asked for something. Right. And sometimes when you ask, it doesn't happen. But it was real disappointing to watch that. They were perfect games. Yeah, we and we said that, and we talked about that, and you know we come home and uh, you know big crowds and like I said, the, first, the the overtime game was a good hockey game. Could have went either way, but tonight wasn't uh, you know it was a close hockey game. But we weren't we weren't we didn't show up. We didn't play hard enough. We didn't compete hard enough. You know all we did was yap at the linesman for getting thrown out of the face off. So a lot of bad things tonight. I mean the, the score close for a while defensively. Yeah. Yeah, in the rush, uh, you know, we got up. I'd left too much of a gap there on them, but you know, they made a good play and they made a good shot. Like it wasn't a bad goal; it was a great shot off the post. And uh, but, like I said, the rush shouldn't have happened like that. Are you? Are you? When you're talking about working hard enough, are you, are you more talking about offensively not doing the things? You need offensively, to do? not competing and doing the right things, and the neutral zone again too. I mean, first two games we didn't. Uh, we chipped some pucks. We got the pressure coming across, and tonight a weak side winger was. A little bit lazy, and he stayed on the other side of the ice and watched the play instead of supporting it. And how many times did you see us whipping pucks across and then picking them off in the middle? Just the old recipe that uh, when, when you when you look like you're tired or a little bit lazy, that's what happens. We didn't have the support in the neutral zone like we usually do. The, the switch when the got in check, was that just to get a spark? Trying to get something going. Trying to wake something up. Somebody wake you up. Yeah, didn't see it. Didn't see it. That was the only time they really competed. I thought. I thought the power play, and and not all the time. On loose pucks, we lost those battles. But when we had a chance to move it around and get some shots, I thought we did a decent job with that. But again, all the loose puck battles and the one one you know reaching with hands instead of bumping people, we didn't show up well enough to to win a hockey game. Even though it was close, we didn't show up well enough to win. Well, I was, that, that falls on the coach. Yeah, again, he'll give us a good game recap, but how are you going to fix it, dummy? Yeah, right? that was the difference. Yeah, definitely. What's the plan? What's the plan? What's the plan, Maui? What? What's the frequency, Kenneth? Hang on. Sorry. It's good what? To- <laughs> 
Joe Catroni's message to me saying, I thought there was a recap tonight. Said, yeah, it's on YouTube, aren't you? It's good to know he's paying attention. Hold on, let me give him the... All right. Thanks for the post-game uh, there, Gallant. Thanks for the recap. Now tell me what you're going to do to fix it. Well, what I mean, we're going to do... Disagree. I don't disagree with what he says, but does he realize when he's saying it that getting them ready to win? I mean, you know... Like my job, I have I have uh, you know two sheets of paper that list all my job description, all the things I'm required to do. One of the things a head coach is required to do is get his team ready to play. Well, Maui, what we're gonna do is we're gonna live stream our power play to the opposing team. Try to get them ready for the game. Sorry, Elma. You're laughing there in a press conference. Meanwhile, all of us are dying. Darwin Bushman's ready to check himself into a fucking rubber room. I got people doing, uh, they're going to Temple. They're going to their Buddhas. They're going to their mosques. We've got drug habits developing overnight. I mean, drinking problems, everything. And he's chuckling over there. Right. He's having a, oh, he's having a great time. He's doing two nights recap. at the Chuckle Hut in Teaneck. If you want to do a recap, go on ESPN. I want answers. I want some kind of emotion. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, I, I just... I don't have any answers. They've got to play better. That's it. They've got to, they've got to do all the... What he says, they got to play the right way. I don't know what that means. I know what it means. But do they know what it means? <laughs> right. It's like, he comes in, boys, we got to play the right way, and then leaves. I mean, what does he say? I mean, the game was close. I mean, the Jack, this is another thing that's annoying me, and I know I'm going to take some flack for this. Can we stop booing Jack Hughes? I know it's a rival. But I've been through, I've seen this play happen before. We booed generational talent Mario Lemieux. He shoved it up our ass for 20 years. We booed. Sydney sucks. Generational talent. Right. 20 years. Stuck it up our ass. Booed Alex Ovechkin. Generational talent. Stuck it up our ass. Why are we booing this kid? Unless he's done something offensive and hurt a ranger. What is this now? <laughs> this is where Gerard Gallant is appearing next. The crackpots. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Dolan. Dolan who? If we don't win in the playoffs, they're going to be doling out pink slips. They booed Tony D'Angelo. Generational idiot. Generational talent. I mean, the kid is... You should be booing uh, your fucking Capo Caco. What a drop-off from the first pick to the second. Anyway, this is a Picasso. I love this. Laugh why Rome is burning. Rome, New York is burning. (laughs) Yes, this is a Joe Catroni classic i enjoy this knock knock who's there kane kane who i can go ahead and make summer plans because this team is going nowhere (laughs) knock knock who's there you fired oh this fucking guy (laughs) i'm saying crosby's a was a bitch Matt, I could, uh, Jack Hughes, all he does is play well. He's not dirty. And it's not helping. Now, you could see when they boo Tony D'Angelo, the generational talent, it affects his game. Jack Hughes is scoring on a penalty shot. He's scoring on a power play. He's scoring on breakaways. Even straight. It don't matter. The guy's a talent. Stupid. Waste of energy. What did you think? Daniel Stewart had a 
uh, a take on the booing of the Rangers after the first period. Uh, she said they deserve to be booed. Did you think uh, it, they deserve to be booed, or is it a little bit much? They deserve to be booed. Why? Because people pay their good money? They deserve to be booed. Is that going to help? Does that really help? <laughs> I don't know. What else are they going to do? I mean, it's better than throwing shit on the ice, right? That that hallowed ice, the Grand Dame. <laughs> I I don't I don't believe in booing your your own team. Because uh, I've seen a lot of emotional people out there. They're just too emotional over. There. I don't think they should watch hockey. They shouldn't watch Rangers hockey. Let's put it that way. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right, Danielle. Back any off. More, any more gallant jokes from Chuckle Hut? Uh, from the Chuckle Hut. Nah, nah. What do you get when you combine 23 Rangers and 23 lesbians? 46 what? people that don't do dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <sighs> okay, all right, all right. So I'll. What do the Rangers and possums have in common? Both play dead at home and get killed on the road. Oh, well, these are great jokes. You got to put the graphic up while you do it. Maybe do a FUD voice while you do it. <laughs> These are great jokes. He's laughing it up. We're all dying. How many how many Rangers does it take to change a flat tire? One, unless it's a blowout, then they all show up. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. Yeah, I didn't hear the the boomer. <laughs> Man, I got to tell you, now we're doing anti-galant jokes after four <laughs> games in the there he is. I love it's crackpot. Did you, did you, did you hear that, uh, Dr. Beal, like this one, did you hear the Rangers are moving to the Philippines? They're going to be called the Manila Folders. <laughs> What do you call 23 millionaires sitting around a TV watching the Stanley Cup Finals? The New York Rangers. Rangers. The Rangers roster. What do the Rangers and Billy Graham have in common? They can both make 15,000 people stand up and yell, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (sighs) Jawad. (laughs) It looks like the press corps is uh, turned out for this, uh, this uh, show at Quack Pots. <laughs> we should, you know, we should have this uh, this sign at the next viewing party. Like this picture of him. You can get right. We get it made like into a big poster, and uh, you can get your picture taken with it. Or you could do a joke from his set. <laughs> right. 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 Or you can come oh, up with your own or whatever. Well, I mean, doesn't Patrick Kane, I mean, I see some messages about Patrick Kane. Doesn't he have like a goal I, and like five assists? <laughs> Uh-oh, he's found another one. How do you keep a Rangers fan from masturbating? You paint his dick red and black and he won't beat it for years. <laughs> Why don't the Rangers have a website? Because they can't string three W's together. <laughs> Where are you getting these from? There's a whole list of them. Uh, what's the di- <laughs> What's the difference between Madison Square Garden and the Red Light District? What? In the red light in the red light district, you pay three hundred dollars and somebody scores. <laughs> That's a really good one. <coughs> oh man, I, I tell you, I think I would pay. I would pay to see Gallant. You may maybe he. This may be his next career. I don't know. <laughs> 
Can Ranger players drive a stick? Uh, no. Only if they remove the clutch. Oh, come on now. <laughs> According to a new poll, 91% of people are satisfied with their lives. The other 9% are Ranger fans. All right, enough of the Ranger bashing. I, uh, this is, I'm going to have to break this out again. <laughs> Too negative. Stay positive. <laughs> that was good funny. stuff. Good stuff. Those are funny. He's having a good time, folks. Ah. <laughs> Do you want to watch his media availability from today? Oh, I wonder. I wonder what kind of uh, pearls of wisdom he'll spout. <laughs> the modern day Toe Blake. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see what he had to say today. Uh, let me put the captions on because you can't hear some of the questions. Hey, I can't still mic. Uh, the... Any particular focus at practice today? Not really. The regular practice, just to get ready for another game, you know. Good pace, good jump. So, no, nothing that different that we didn't do all year. Do you feel like two days in between games, one off, one for practice? Yeah, I think it's good. I think I think it's good for all teams, actually. You know, at the middle of a series, and it's been a battle, and we played four about games. All teams. So I think that day off was real good for everybody. And then uh, today, I'm sure they had the same thing. They had probably had a real good practice too. And then you get ready for a game tomorrow night. So I, I'm guessing tomorrow night it'll be a real good hockey game. Do you think going on the road sometimes is a game? Well, from what's going on in the NHL, I'm glad we're going on the road. <laughs> Trust me. What is it, 13 in the last 14, Black something like that they were saying last night? Yeah, it's unreal. Honestly, I kind of like to have a better answer for you, but I, I can't figure it out. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you get your crowd. That he, he can't figure anything out. How's he going to figure that out? We've had here the last two nights. And, and, you know, game three was a great game, like I said, but the game four was, wasn't a good game. And the way the crowd is excited for your team, and you can't build momentum out of it. Obviously, we're not the only ones. It's happened around the league quite a bit. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the same thing as trying to explain three nothing leads and four one leads, and they're tough. You know, it's a different game. There's lots of scoring opportunity. So you just get ready and you go, you go on the road and uh, you prepare, and guys are always together, you know. So. When you played, did it feel like home ice was more of a, a big thing? Honestly, as a player, I thought it was a huge thing. As a coach, I don't see that anymore in, in the way the game was played today. I, I don't think there's any intimidation anymore, very, very little anymore, honestly. I mean, you might get a team or two that tries that, but for the most part, you just play the game. And, you know, back in our day, there used to be seven or eight fights in the first period, and then things settled down. So. <laughs> Fix it! Make sure that they know that there are some other options. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, you always. Uh, You've done that a lot. I mean, Who's during the regular buffing? season, get you're not playing the same team over and over again, so you, you throw different looks out there. Do you have a book on, uh, on Schmidt at all? I mean, like, book. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you have, you didn't probably we got to get him some work. That's yeah. the book. <laughs> Make sure he's working, you know? It, it seems like the, there's maybe more, would you agree, there's more rebound opportunities than you guys have been taking advantage of so far? We haven't been inside near enough. The first two games, it was excellent. You know, I read some notes I had there for after the first two games, what we did really well. And there was a lot of good things. And uh, go, you go back. He, he read notes about what he read notes about what they did really well. Then what did he do two minutes later? And look at the notes and look at the game from the last couple of games, and we haven't been inside notes. near enough. You know, and then. It's, it's hockey. Every coach saying the same thing. When you get inside, you get screens, you get rebounds, you get deflections instead of missing the net and going the other way. So it's a lot of little things, but uh, you got to do them well to win games. Is some of that a function of what the Devils are doing, though? I mean, like, are they making more of an effort to keep you away? Because no, they're playing their game. I see they're playing their game. They're playing fast. They we didn't manage, like I talked about from game one, we haven't managed to puck that well the last game. So we got to get a lot better than that. This guy with his notes. He's wrote, he's writing love notes to Mike Kelly. I love you. <laughs> I, I, I read the notes about him. what the things we did good. He's not watching? He's not watching a game? 
And he says, oh, they're just playing their game. No, after game two, fucking uh, Scotty Bowman, Lindy Ruff, decided that on the power play, he was going to get his guys to stand up uh, on the penalty kill. He was going to get his guys to stand up at the blue line, not let the Rangers enter the zone. He changed his way of playing and countering, and it's been successful. Right. They have changed the way they kill the power play. That's called adjustments. Five on five, not much. But they are trying to concentrate on Fox and not give him a lot of room, which is working, which is some kind of coaching. Instead, this guy's writing notes on the good things. Write notes on the bad things. You'll have a scroll like this long in the last two games. <laughs> See, I knew you'd wind up getting all riled up. I know. <laughs> I just have to hear him. I just want some coach with some kind of lucid crit critique. I don't want the game. Re I want some critique with some answers. Just placate me. I don't even care if they're the right answers. I don't care if you don't even do it during the next game. Just placate me. Say, you know, tickle listen. Tickle me a little. Yeah. Tickle <laughs> my balls. Talk dirty to me. Let's get do something. Get me, get me excited about the project. Right. Now, earlier in the first clip, he was talking about a guy who was lazy <laughs> with his support. Do we, do we know who that guy is? Because I don't remember yelling at anybody. When he um, says support, you, you think he's talking about a forward? I think so. He's talking about Panarin, Jen? <sighs> I know, but Joe, this didn't happen, so I can't put... I, I agree. I agree. We'd be playing Halo every night, Joe. I'd be waiting for our next opponent. Yeah, we'd be waiting, sit back. I wouldn't even care. Like I, I'm glad we have these days off. I don't want to go back into the fucking stress bin again. Because now, uh, you know, I was such Florida a ahead of Boston, one nothing at the end of the first period. By the way. Just a weak effort. That was really weak. Really weak effort. Well, you know, and, and that's, you know, the thing that the thing that I'm, that's the thing I'm hanging on to is that last year we were in some bad positions, having played some bad games in the playoffs. And it kind of looked bad, like real bad. And they always found a way to bounce back. Without knowing what this coach does and how he fixes things, somehow they found a way and they got it done. And that's pretty much what I'm hanging on to right now is that they're going to go on the road and they're going to – the road. And they're going to fix this. And they're going to play better. Yeah. Well, from your mouth to God's ears. And then, listen, they have proved us wrong time and time again, but then – you, you say, how many times can they go to the well and come up with this? Right. Now they got to win two out of three. And, uh, you know, it's it's sort of the devils. but And the fact that this goaltender comes in and they all of a sudden they shut down. They didn't they forgot what they were doing. There's no difference. This goaltender is just as good as Don Vito Vanacek. This uh, Akira Smith. Akira. It sounds like a dog's name. Come here, Akira. Come on. Uh, you would think that they'd be able to uh, solve him, but uh, it's like they got 10 goals in the first couple games, and now they forgot how to... This is not pushing forward. I, I mean... There was something to what he said is that they've got to win battles. And the Devils, the Devils, I would think they would stop taking penalties. The Devils still take stupid penalties. They, they do. Meyer again. 
Yeah. And in, I think going into game four, they led the league in, in, in playoff teams with penalty minutes. And I was worried before the series that the Rangers would not get enough, draw enough power plays. Then they got too many and they don't score now. Well, they play the game. All we do is suffer. It, <laughs> it's true. I, I even said it in a group text. A group text. I said, you know, and I know this is just, you know, I should have come to this conclusion probably 35 years ago, but it's very frustrating being a fan of this team. It's aggravating. It's fucking aggravating. I mean, it just. Do it the right way. For once, even when we won the cup, they should have won in six games. No. We got to go games, uh, game five, I'm sorry. Five. They should have won in five, too. But no. Tikkanen wasn't offsides. And, of course, it's got to be a nail biter even till the end. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, Jim. That's all I got. Yeah, I, I mean I, I look, I you know, I, I know a lot of fans I see a lot of fans conceding the the uh good night, Dr. B. Good night, Dr. B. Thank you, as always. Yes. Uh I saw a lot of fans after after Game Four that it's you know the it's over crowd was out. No, I'm not. I'm not ready. I I'm not even. I won't even count them out if they don't win tomorrow night, because we've seen them come back down three two, twice two. I mean they did it twice last year. They were down three one and three two, and came back and won both series. You know I mean, what? This team consistently needs their backs to the wall, and they need their ass kicking. So. You know, I won't count them out until they're on the wrong side of the handshake line. That's the thing. We supposedly have all these veterans. And and there's some guys on this team who've been through the playoff wars with us. Chris Kreider. I mean, Kreider's delivered big time. But these guys are veterans. They should know. Why don't we just do it the easy way? We got the horses. Let's just fucking trample the devils and fucking sit back and relax. No. Uh, game seven. You want to see this go seven games? I want to see it go six games. Win the next two and get the fuck out of here. Get out of Dodge. Um, what happened to the no quit in New York? It's no quit in the New York Rangers. It's just quit in the New York Ranger fans. I'll tell you that much. 50% of them have fucking abandoned ship. There's some quit. I don't know. Not here, baby. I'm still sticking with this team until we the lights are over. Right. I still. They've done it before. They can do it again. Let's hey, go. Willie Nelson was in our backyard hiding in the bushes a couple of times last year, and every year we chased them off until until we didn't. <laughs> now. <laughs> Uh, where, are you changing? Uh, last thing I have to ask you is, uh, where will you be viewing the game? Have you changed uh, places where you're watching the game at the house? Well, we we've been forced inside by the weather lately, and that's why I'm inside tonight. It's cold. It's rainy. Uh-huh. You know, the game uh, two was you know it was like 80 degrees that day, and it was a beautiful night, so it was perfect for sitting out on the patio. But it's been like 35 degrees every night. We've had quite a bit of rain on and off, so it hasn't been conducive for being outside. I don't think it's going to be nice for tomorrow either. It's, it just won't warm up. We're, we're back in the 50s and 40s again. Yeah, so, I saw that. But I did watch game one in the living room, which they won. So I don't know. He can um, handle games. Well, he's also got a heavy cocaine addiction. I was going to say, he's either on too many meds or not on them. <laughs> Joe does oh. like the booger sugar. Uh. All right, that's all I got, Jim. Let's go, Rangers. Let's straighten this shit out. Let's right this ship. Let's you get good our- to come back Friday night and talk to the peeps? Friday night. 
for yeah friday night i'm good all right all right that's it thanks everybody let's Let's go rangers tomorrow night at the pebble that uh let's hope that when we come back friday night we're back in we're back in charge and headed back to the world's most famous arena the grand dame on seventh avenue (laughs) all right yeah always a pleasure Thank you all for your support. Just a reminder, check your payment info. Make sure you're up to date. If you're going to continue after May 1st, we're going to be purging the group for anybody that's not continuing to donate. No hard feelings. It's just not fair to those that continue. We love you guys, and uh, we'll see you Friday night. Let's go, Rangers. Good night, everybody. Let's go, Rangers. Red, white, and blue forever, motherfuckers. (laughs) 